Since I could remember how to record this podcast. Hey Donna. Hey Brandon. It um we did a thing where we we uh we uh it's been a minute since we recorded this podcast. We did what the kid called banking them. The kid call? The kids the kid the kid is a the kid is a if you're a longtime listener, you're familiar with the kid is a and they are a benevolent force that resides over the bargain den um and they they are um pretty cruel kidiza yeah so watch out for kidiza um one thing you can do to keep kidiza at bay is to leave us a review on itunes podcasts kidiza loves the reviews we get on itunes um it's unfortunate because we 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 reached out to them because they were interested in sponsoring the podcast but apparently kidiza has a much different idea in mind when it comes to what it means to sponsor a podcast because we we kind of signed over our our souls to kidiza yeah and somehow we're paying them i'm not sure how that happened one of the thought i read the contract pretty clearly i don't it was one of the less frugal things we've done here at the bargain (laughs) den unfortunately um Typically, we are we are fine print readers, so we're mm-hmm. we're really good at that. Yeah, the, don't don't tell kids I said this. You should probably cut this out of the episode. But I think that they changed the contract after we signed it. No, Donna. I really don't don't speak ill of kids. I'm sorry. They they get the first pass of listening through these episodes. Well, just cut it. Just cut it I, out no, of no, this. No, 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 no. They they get the raw file. Oh, I have to send no. them the raw file for oh, approval. No. I was just kidding, Kidiza. Okay, well, we'll hopefully you'll be back next episode because I don't know. Have you seen what Kidiza can do with its mouth, with their <laughs> mouth? It's crazy. They like, oh, I don't even want to get into it. It's, it. Uh, I mean, you think snakes can unhinge their jaw? <laughs> kid is a who i mean he could probably probably lick his heel lick lick their heel <laughs> i think i could lick my heel but but from from the top oh okay yeah they they just they can open their mouth so wide and bend back so far that they could lick their heel wow that's that's scary. I don't want to be involved in that. I'm not the one who responded to Kidiza easy email. I'm not the one who's so far away when I feel the Kidiza enter my veins. Mm, good. What's what's that band? Stained. Nope. Corn. Nope. One one more. One more. Give me one more. Uh. Uh, Name one more early 2000s um, rock band. Come on, uh, I got this, Donna. It's, 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 um, it's you can do clearly, it, you it's can very do it. clearly, shh, stop it, I'm thinking. Oh. It's very clearly um, Papa Roach. No, it's it's Kidza's favorite band, Godsmack. No, smack. oh, shit. He's going to be so upset that you don't shit. even know that. But... 
more so than that, he's going to be upset that we haven't introduced ourselves. My name is Brandon. My name is Donna. And this is The Bargain Den. It's your weekly source of financial advice in the form of us watching movies and then telling you whether or not they're frugal movies or do they star Kristen Wiig or not. And this one did. It did. Hey, look at that. There's Kristen Wiig. Right on the screen here in front of me. I'm also, we're, it's a different recording setup, which that's going to be a common theme <laughs> for a while now. But um, uh, yeah, I, I'm now, I'm inches away from my computer monitor, so... I've got IMDb pulled up on my computer. Now, this is the IMDb that I know and love. <laughs> this is the one I really like. I don't like none of those apps on the phone. Meanwhile, got, I'm still on my phone. That's yeah, fine. It's fine. You got other stuff over there. <laughs> I got my I got my D and D dice. I got my, my my pretty monitor in front of me and I, I can see a pantsless Alexander Skarsgard looking at me. <laughs> I also can see a wonderful, wonderful Christopher Maloney, and uh, uh, oh, Willie played Domino the cat. <laughs> anyway, we watched Diary of a Teenage Girl, um, and uh, we're gonna talk about it here. It's a, a little bitty film that came out in a year, twenty fifteen, um, starring Belle Powley. Yeah, and Kristen Wiig, Alexander Skarsgård, uh, Christopher and Maloney, and um, was directed by Mallory Heller. <laughs> And, uh, oh, Mallory it's Heller. Marielle. Marielle? Well, call me wrong. Hi, wrong. <laughs> I didn't, this is banana. She also was, uh, she played Alma Wheatley in, uh, Queen's Gambit, the director of this movie. I'm trying to remember who that is. I don't remember. I can't even recognize from her picture. Time to go down a rabbit hole. Yeah. Who was she in Queen's Gambit? Who, new, new person who dis? I don't know. I can't. Mm. I can't make it out. She was in four episodes. <sighs> okay, we now we gotta. <sighs> <laughs> what a noise was, that is! Was she the one that was the other girl at that first chess competition? Like, was she in oh, early episodes? Maybe and she, that's her. She was Anna Joy Taylor's mom. <gasps> oh shit! Oh shit! Oh, oh, Queen Gambit's mom directed this movie, so let's talk about it. Okay. All right, so Diary of a Teenage Girl does, in fact, follow... Um, um, I've Minnie. Been... Minnie. Played by Belle Powley. She is the teenage girl whose diary we are speaking of. Yeah, and she's uh, living in uh, 1970s San Francisco, and she is a, a young artist who... Uh, is um, doing her best to be a 15-year-old girl, um, just trying to live life, man, and and live through through a sexual awakening. Do we say we're gonna spoil it? Spoil it! Okay, we're gonna, that was so loud. <laughs> it's crazy being this close to the waveforms <laughs> to see what spoiled it looks like. Usually I lean back a little more, but I feel like my mic's at a good spot, and I wanted to just kind of let it all out. You be you. So Minnie is, um, she's really starting to discover herself as a person, and um, this is kind of kicked off uh, one evening when she um, goes to a bar with her mother's boyfriend, played by Alexander Skarsgård. His, His name, name is Monroe. Monroe. Minnie and, and Monroe. And Monroe has one too many drinks as well as Minnie, and one thing leads to you another. You know, just like, what is she, 15-year-old Minnie? Yeah, 16? he's 34, 35. Yeah. 
they end no up no problems here. <laughs> they end up sleeping together, uh, which begins a pretty intense infatuation of Monroe by many. Um, and this, of course, is problematic because that's her mom's boyfriend, and also he's an adult and she's a child. Yeah, there's there's some issues here, but Minnie's really stoked because she lost her virginity and she's always just wanted someone to want her and hold her and, you know, fuck her brains out. So this person will do that for her. So so she hangs on to it, you know, like she's going to make this happen, even if she drops out of school or, you know, loses her friends or whatever. It doesn't matter. And all of those things begin to happen. Um, Monroe clearly only wants her for sex um, and is uh, quite manipulative in his uh, inner turmoil with the situation. He, 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 of course, knows it's wrong to be sleeping with a 15-year-old girl, let alone his girlfriend's daughter. Um, but he cannot control his urges and continues to sleep with her. Um, and Minnie begins to kind of explore herself sexually and have many a sexual experience with uh, quite a few people. Of course, it is still the 70s, and many drugs are involved as well. Not size or the character's drugs, but many as in M-A-N-Y drugs. Yeah, like, Not like so tiny. many. Not like tiny pills. <laughs> An abundance of drugs. Nor are they sponsored by a particular Disney character. Correct. Thank you for your clarification. Yeah, I just want to make sure everybody was on the same page. So yeah, I mean that's that's pretty much it. And um, meanwhile, Minnie's also trying to get her art off the ground. She's like, "School's dumb because I'm just going to do art anyway." And she finds a new favorite cartoonist and writes to her. She has a threesome with Monroe and her best friend. Um, she tries giving blowjobs for money, and they decide they don't like that. I don't know. A lot happens. She she has a lot of self-discovery. Kind of the bottom of the barrel for Minnie is a moment when she ends up uh, forming a mostly sexual relationship with another high school girl or a girl freshly out of high school who very clearly is only using Minnie to get access to more drugs. Um, Minnie narrowly escapes uh, that situation um, before returning home and finding out that her mother has actually found all of the audio tapes to the diary that she has been recording. Um, that goes into explicit detail into... Oh, this happened... Did this happen before? Yeah, this happened before. Yeah, so the thing is Minnie ran away when her mother found her diary, which is a bunch of cassette tapes she was recording throughout her relationship with Monroe. And so her mother found out and wanted her to marry Monroe. In a, in a drunken stupor. Uh, Kristen Wiig is Minnie's mother. And um, she, uh, she's a, she's a very loving and caring mother, but also uh, very easily gives in to her desires to uh, do drugs and party. So Minnie runs away, and that's when she gets with that other girl from right. her high school, and that's a thing for a while, but then she runs away and runs back home, and her mother accepts her on the condition that they never talk about what happened with Monroe. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, Minnie kind of realizes that the only real love that she needs is from herself, and uh, and is able to 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 be a good person person hopefully moving forward 
Yeah. She don't need no man. Maybe her mom does, but she don't. She She's done with Monroe. She can find her own happiness. Yeah. So um, that was Diary of a Teenage Girl. So Donna, what do you think about going to see Clifford the Big Red Dog? I don't really care to. You don't want but to I will if you want to. I mean, I'm getting an advertisement for it here on the IMDb webpage. And um, it's... Uh, first off, I just have to say... Clifford looks real bad. Yeah, I don't really care for that. Um, I really, he's got. I really mi- wish they'd have just made him a big cartoon like he normally is. Yeah, like even though it's live action, that'd be kind of fun. I don't know. I mean, I could we could spend time talking about how they should just do a two D Clifford the Red Dog movie. That would be much better. Yeah, why don't they do that? Why does everything? <laughs> hey guys, why does everything have to be a live action remake of our childhood? Our childhood. Our childhood. That, oh, like trademark, trademark, trademark. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is incredible. I would love to refer to my childhood as my trialhood. <laughs> but um, you, you actually kind of found out a little bit as to why like 2D animation is kind of going away. Um, Please share with the class. A little bit. I mean, and this is kind of speaking very much from an outsider, not knowing perspective, but like um, Disney has been pushing for a long time, basically the 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 kind of... Uh, belief that 2D animation is no longer interesting to an audience. Um, mm. And that's because the last time they tried to make a 2D film, it was uh, The Princess and the Frog. I loved that movie. Apparently, it didn't do well. Um, yeah, well, that's Disney's stupid fault. Maybe they didn't promote it well, Disney. I, I think so. And I think, too, it's the it's not a well-known story. Like, it's relatively well-known, but it's not a staple Disney story. And, like... I mean, it's their fault it didn't do well, exactly. But anyway, the, since then, that's why Disney hasn't done another one is because they were like, oh, well, nobody wants to watch 2D animation anymore. Yeah, come to think of it, I guess stuff like Frozen is like really 3D. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why I like all of Pixar and Disney stuff. Anyway, but um, what do you think of Diary of a Teenage Girl? More importantly, <laughs> I just I, I was just seeing Clifford here with he's got a manhole cover in his mouth and he looks like a dog that somebody dunked in Kool-Aid. <laughs> I mean, basically, yes. What if that's the twist at the end? Anyway, sorry. It's all a perspective thing. He's actually not that big. People are just... And someone dumped him in Kool-Aid. Yeah. That's got to be it. I think that's a disease where you, your perspective... I don't care to look it up. Never mind. Anyway, Diary of a Teenage Girl. <laughs> I liked this movie. It was really raw. It felt very real to mm-hmm. what um, being a teenage girl feels like from my perspective. I don't know. I clicked with it. What about you, Brandon? Yeah, I liked it a lot. I... I I don't think that there's enough uh, movies that explore young people's sexuality. I know that sounds, I mean, it can be a hard thing to watch. I mean, I mean, it, it, let alone, I mean, cause you're watching somebody who is definitely, I mean, not of a, a mature adult age, but those aspects and qualities of people don't just magically kick in at 18, you know, and y'all, you may not want to hear this, but kids are horny. Yeah. Like, really, really fucking horny. Some of them. Not all of them. Mm-hmm. But, you know, hormones and shit. Yeah, and I, I mean, it's, it's complicated, and it's it's uh, it can be very dangerous, um, especially when adults with much more experience uh, get involved in that and take advantage of, of, uh, of younger minds. And um, I don't know. I mean, it, it, it was hard to watch, but I think that that was kind of its intention in this. Um, so, so I really like that. But... Was it frugal? I think I think we need to look for something in the clearance aisle. 
Yeah, maybe we can find a diary to talk about it in the clearance aisle. We can jot down our notes. Yes. Nope, just some nudie cartoon magazines, that's all. Hell yeah, that'll work. I think that'll do just fine. Was this a frugal movie, Donna? Ow, I hit my <laughs> knee on the desk. Well, that there is not frugal. Don't Ow. do that. I'm so sorry. Owie. Do we need a break for ice? Do we need to go back to the clearance Ow. aisle? <laughs> Look for an ice pack or some cheap expired peas, frozen peas? No, I think I'm good. Okay. Um, okay, so here's a not frugal thing is all the drugs. Um, drugs typically aren't frugal. That said, I don't know. Minnie's mom does drugs in a way like I'm not I'm not condoning doing drugs, but like if you're gonna do them and it's the 70s, like her and her friend kind of get on some uppers and clean the whole house and that's a thing they just do once in a while. Like, I don't know, party it up. Hell yeah, being productive. I was going to say it's not frugal to live in San Francisco because it's one of the highest cost of living in the United States. Um, nearly impossible to live there nowadays if you're not incredibly wealthy. But I looked it up. Um, turns out 1970s, it was actually a had one of the lower cost of living. It was a very bohemian city filled with hippies and such. Hence this movie. Mm. Um, so very frugal. They've got an early um, foot in the door. For what's going to become a very prosperous area yeah, I will, for real estate. But I will say not frugal. I mean, Minnie's mom loses her job and True. also is pretty reliant on her ex-husband. Pascal. Um, Pascal. Um, which I do like that all the men are named after uh, artists of some form in this. Yeah. Um, uh, but, but yeah, relying on him for funds as well as using that money for drugs instead of more wisely investments i'm gonna say not frugal yeah and i feel like anytime we see anyone eat it's like junk food like they don't have healthy meals or anything that's not frugal for one because it's not filling you're gonna end up eating a lot of junk food and spending a lot of money on it but then also you know you're gonna pay for that with your health later in life it's true it's true i do want to read um one sentence here from this quora page asking about how much uh, it cost to live in San Francisco prior to the tech boom. Um, and this response that I used for reference in terms of it being a bohemian uh, spiritualistic kind of um, escape in the 70s, the, the question is like how much before the tech boom. And this person, uh, Gil Sliberman, uh, he lived in San Francisco from 93 to 2021. Um, he resp- his response, I just want to read this first sentence, which tech boom? If you mean 2010 to 2015 boom, heck a lot. If you mean the 2003 to 2007 boom, heck a lot. Okay. 1997 to 2000 boom, a good amount. So it's a heck a lot. I just, I've never heard that phrase. Heck a lot, dude. Yeah. It's uh, two words, hecka. Heck a lot. Heck a lot. Sounds like a, like a medieval town. Come, come ye, come ye. And welcome to the village of Hecalot. I like that. Can you incorporate that? Can you yeah. make that canon in our D&D game? Sure. I'll make sure you guys visit Hecalot. Um, New up-and-coming town. I'll, I'll add that to Faerun. Um, what else, though? I mean, at one point, they're clearly... Um, okay, well, I'll say, at one point, they, they Minnie and Monroe go to look at a boat to possibly purchase, um, but they end up just 
um, having sex on the boat. Um, as you do. As you do. But they arrange a tour to go look at this boat, this houseboat. So a guy has to bring them to the boat, and uh, that's not very frugal of his time. But it is frugal for them because you get you get to like experience the life of you know boat living and boat fucking, but without paying any money to do it. That, that seems true. frugal. It's like taking a nice car for a test drive, but you're actually taking it for a date, you know? Yeah. Like, hot. Hell yeah. You did it, and it's free. That makes sense. Um, well, maybe we should go to a segment that uh, we, we like to frequently segment. Visit. 50 Trivia! Thank you for saving me from that. Um, the cla- I, mean, I haven't read any of these, um, so... 50 Trivia, no. <laughs> I'm just going to... to Read them, and you know what? I'm actually going to... There's 23 of these, so I'm going to read them from top to bottom, and you are going to tell me when to stop. Thrifty trivia, yeah! Okay, starting with the first one. The classroom scenes were shot in Lincoln Middle School in Alameda, California. Although the film crew were given permission to shoot in the school, the school staff objected to the content of the script and insisted no filming be done at any time when students could possibly be on campus. As such, the classroom scenes were shot on a single night with lights outside the windows to give the appearance of daytime. Frugal. Hell yeah. I also agree frugal. That's also, I mean, I'm sure they weren't planning for that to be such a crunch, but I think the crunch helps in the frugal sense of like, we're getting this all done. Boom. Out of here. Also, we're in a ton of classroom scenes, so. Yeah. But but I think it's a good use of time, and I mean, I don't know how to exactly do that. I mean, I have a vague idea, but I mean, good use. I mean, good Mm -hmm. job. Yeah, I I couldn't tell either. So great job. All the sex scenes, all the sex scenes between Belle Powell, Powell Minnie, and Alexander Skarsgård Monroe characters were shot in the first week of filming. They had two weeks of rehearsal discussing the emotional relationship between them. Then they just got on set and did it. Um, that makes me hugely uncomfortable. I'm not sure if that's frugal or not frugal or at all. Uh, I mean, you're getting some hard stuff out of the way, no pun intended, you know. That'll be a bit of a challenge, and then it's all downhill from there. True, yeah. All right. Although I feel like Belle probably had much, I mean, she did have more than just that, those set between her and Alexander Skarsgård, so Mm -hmm. probably a lot more where that came from. Belle Powell was 22 at the time the film was shot. Well, and it's good, too, because, like, I don't know, good casting. I'd say that's also frugal, because... She is believable as a teenager, but, you know, she's of legal age to be filming this. Yeah. So. Let's see. Belle Powell's American agent sent her the script, and she loved it so much that she sent an unorthodox audition tape. She was doing a scene in Minnie's bed, so she shot it in bed in her underwear and then added a separate little bit to the end of the tape, talking directly to the camera, talking to Marielle Heller, the director, basically saying how much this film res- resonated with her, how much it would mean. Heller, Heller and Powell Skyped, got on well, and then Powell flew out to New York and met Alex- with Alexander Skarsgård. I'm going to say not frugal, not a good bit of trivia. Um, but the trivia, like the the stuff described in the trivia, I would say is frugal. Like if you really want to do a movie, Way to separate yourself out from anyone else auditioning and like really get that thing, you know? Like, mm. damn, she took a chance and it paid off. Got it. 
Um, it is based on the graphic novel The Diary of a Teenage Girl, uh, an account in words and pictures by Phoebe Gleckner. Um, and before it was a film, the director, uh, Heller, adapted Phoebe's graphic novel um, into a play, and she played the lead role. Ah, Frugal, I mean. Frugal. Continuing a, a, a pattern there, I think is good. Um, when Minnie and Kimmy travel to the travel to Kimmy see, is Minnie's best friend. Yes, to see the Rocky Horror Picture Show, um, which came out in '75, which tells me that I mean this movie obviously was after '75. They meet two drag queens outside the cinema. The taller one of the two is Joshua Garnell, a popular San Francisco filmmaker and drag queen who performs under the name Peaches Christ. <laughs> I love this. Dude, drag names are the best. The best. I I would love to spend time trying to think of drag names with you, but I, I once heard uh, Matthew Mercer say in an interview that he is waiting to be given his persona by a queen, and I I think that's how I would like to proceed as well. I, I, I don't mm-hmm. want to, to don that mantle without uh, it being bequeathed to me by a queen. So does it say who the other drag queen was there? Nope. Okay. Well, frugal, I'd yeah. say. Um, Heller makes a small cameo in the movie. Uh, when Minnie visits the comic shop, the cashier points to Elaine Kaminsky signing comics, and the camera quickly shows her sitting at a table, and that's played by the director. Hey, frugal. Hey. I love those. It's a good Easter egg, and I mean, boom, you're done. Like, one less person to cast, you're in there, it's cool, whatever. Yeah. Um, this was the directorial debut for Heller. Damn. Great job. It was really good. Yeah. Uh, Skarsgård's father, um, Stellan Skarsgård, starred in the Swedish film Anita. Oh, cool. Also Stellan Skarsgård starred. Yes. Sorry. Stellan Skarsgård starred in the Swedish film. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, also known Anita, which is also known as Anita in Tonarsk, Tonarsflikas. Dog Balk, which translates to Anita from a teenage di- girl's diary. Wow. Okay, I'm done with this. Oh, thank God. Okay. Um, but so was this movie frugal? I feel like we have made a lot more frugal points than not. And especially if we're looking at this from Minnie's perspective, she's not the one buying drugs either. I don't know. I, I feel like it's overall frugal. I would agree. Hooray! We did it. We got a frugal one. Yas. Yas, queen. Well, Donna, do you want to thank some people? I would love to. First off, thank you so much for listening. We appreciate you tuning in and sharing it with a friend when you like it. And that's us doing this. And thank you to the Lounge Kittens for the use of their cover of Dirty Deeds. Thank you to Sarah Anastasia, who did our thumbnail art of us holding our cats. And I also want to thank Anchor for hosting our podcast. Um, I also want to thank our Bargainer. Who's our Bargainer? Our Bargainer is BAJ51012. Thank you, Bosh. Thank you, Bosh. Our Bargainer here at the Bargain Den is the last person to bargain leave us a review on iTunes Bargain Podcast. Bargain. Bargain, bargain. Um, and uh, you can be that Bargainer if you go on there and leave us a review. It's a pretty easy process and uh, means a lot to us. So, um uh, yeah, it'd be cool if you do that. Pressure your friend into doing it. Yeah, and tell your friends and say, hey, listen to the most recent episode of this podcast and go and leave an honest review. 
and we'll uh, we'll read it and we'll crown and we it doesn't even have to be five stars i mean five stars is great but like love it we count it no matter what mm-hmm. and we will bequeath you the bargainer um, dun, 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 dun. just like dun, 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 dun. just like the many others um I uh you the, me... the mini like um a quantitative amount not yes. like a or... very small version or a character name Exactly exactly yeah. um do you want me to read it's been a minute since we've we've Yeah let's list off the uh the lineage of bargainers Yeah um I will be happy to do that you know we do this from time to time too so another another pro of uh of leaving us a review is that we will uh we will go back through and uh, list off all of our our bargainers uh, of of the past, and um, that way, you know, they're still in our memory, still in our hearts, and uh, it's a good way to to kind of peek back through and um, and and see who those people are. I'm I'm definitely definitely not stalling, waiting for the page to load. I'm just just trying to uh, to get okay. Here it is. Quentin was our uh, first bargainer. Uh, they they were very kind enough to to leave us uh, our, our first review there. And then we had Clancy. Uh, they, they left us uh, another wonderful uh, review as well. Uh, we had Harley Chu. We had TW is the awesome mom. Uh, one ten of 1%. Uh, crazy with the cheese whiz. And now we're on uh, Bosch. Heck yeah. Thank that's, you, everybody. That's a good group. Thank you all so much. Strong, proud, crown-wearing uh, bargainers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no one can take that away from you. You've always got the episode or episodes where we said your name. It's very true, very true. Um, well, this has been The Bargained In. We'll be back next week with a brand new film. Um, anything else, Donna? And by brand new, we mean new for us, but definitely a bargain. Right. No, I'm good. Let's get on out of here. All right. My name is Brandon. My name is Donna. Pinch those pennies. And stay frugal. Pineapples. Don't. Like. To heal their young children when they often can't bring good potatoes home. But you ain't got the guts She keeps nagging at you not